Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with host Wendy Jones. Wendy and her guests are here to help you answer all your questions about growing old. Now, here is Wendy. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. I'm Wendy Jones, your host, and each and every week we bring pertinent information to our listeners as we age. This week, however, is a little unique in that we are actually going to be tuning into a pre-recorded segment on food insecurity because more than 44 million people in the United States face hunger. They don't have enough food to eat or don't have access to healthy food. And I felt like the program that we recorded earlier would be pertinent for this topic today. So in the first segment, you're going to listen to my program, Next Steps for Seniors, and the next three segments will be from a local program called Food First that I was blessed to be a guest on. So stay tuned. I feel like this information is pertinent, very important, and want you to, to learn and gain more from it. And again, if you want to hear more about either one of the two recorded shows that you're about to listen to, there will be a link in the show notes because you can hear the entire program and it's an entirety uh, from the Next Steps for Seniors link. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones. And as you all know, each and every week, we do our best really to have conversations on aging, talk about the things that really people don't want to talk about. Because as we all go through life, it happens to the best of us. We all age. And Really, there's not a whole lot you can do about it, except embrace it. And that's why we're here today, because every week we do our best to talk about these topics that are going to help you in the long run, the future you, I like to say. And our topic today is standing in the gap. And as you all know, Next Steps for Seniors has a foundation that really helps our, I'm going to say, forgotten middle seniors and low-income seniors that may have fallen through the gap financially and need housing. And that's really our focus. But today, we are going to talk about something a little different because our guest in the studio today is Dr. Phil Knight. And good morning, doctor. Good good morning, Wendy. Thanks for having me. I am grateful to have you. He is the executive director and of the Food Bank Council of Michigan, correct? Yes. And I met Dr. Knight probably... I would say about four or five months ago. And I have just been fascinated with his heart to help seniors that have food needs. And once we had a conversation, I was like, okay, that's it. We've got to get you on the radio because there is so much need out there. And we're going to have a conversation with him first about what those need levels are. But before we go into that, I want you to share, you have such a passion for seniors. Tell us your story, you know, how you got started in this and and why it's so important to you. Yeah, well, it's great to be here with you. And uh, we met at your event. Um, out at the raceway and it was a fantastic event learned about uh, next step for seniors and was truly inspired by what your organization does and how it stands in the gap for seniors uh, at many different levels so for me personally um, I think that um, so my mom was uh, was 42 years old when I was born now that doesn't seem like such a big thing today but in 1958, it was a really big deal. It was a deal. little bigger deal back then. Yes, <laughs> so things have changed just a little bit. My now. parents were older when I came in, came on the scene, and I, I guess I've always had a, uh, 
uh, place in my heart for seniors. Um, and I also do think uh, that when we look through our history uh, of the world, great civilizations, some of the things they've had in common is how did they treat their children and how did they treat their seniors? Amen. And if a civilization uh, did both of those things well, mm-hmm. then we we find that that civilization endured. So, you know, in, in America, uh, years ago, seniors were struggling with poverty and we introduced the Social Security Act and for the most part lifted most seniors out of poverty through that. So I think we should feel pretty good about ourselves in that respect. Um, you don't often hear people talking about how good we should feel about America or, right. you know, but I think this is something that is born out of a value for us uh, that we want to care for our neighbor. We want to care for children and we want to care for those who've cared for us, which are our parents, grandparents, our seniors. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that, that some of that passion comes from, from my lived experience, but also to understand that this is what makes us great. It really is. It really is. And you bring up a great point about Social Security because instead of a lot of people are complaining about it now, <laughs> and you're right, we didn't even have it. I mean, this is new within the last, you know, less than 100 years. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's a supplemental, you know, it's not meant to be uh, something that is the only thing that sustains, but we find many seniors today that is the case. And that's why the services for Next Steps for Seniors and the food banks that serve all of Michigan's 83 counties are so viable for that population. Well, and in addition, if we really talk about Medicaid and Medicare also, which sure. was, which is another program that both were established recent, right, within yes. the last 100 years, what would we do without that, right? Oh, man, I'm telling <laughs> I you. Mean, now, I, I got some ideas on how we can make that better. better. <laughs> well, yes, and this is, this is what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, because it's perfect. We, it, we need to take what we have, and we need to make some enhancements, and you and I both feel that, right? And right. that's why we're standing in the gap right now, because we see that there's an area of opportunity that needs to be taken care of. Right, exactly. And whose responsibility is that? So I I think it's everybody's. So I think the government has a role to play. I think uh, the public has a role to play and private charity has a role to play. What I don't, the role I don't want to play is, and we'll talk about it, I think in the next segment when we really talk about the need is I don't want the charitable sector to become the safety net to the government safety net. Exactly. So when they change policies and it puts pressure on uh, on the families, seniors, children, and everybody in between, but it also puts pressure on folks like us who are leading organizations to stand in the gap. Right, right. So we have an opportunity because we're going to have more seniors than ever before Hmm. in the country in seven short years. And we all know how fast time is flying. Sure. So literally more seniors than ever before. The average, I want to say, Social Security right now is like 1600 a month. Right. That they're getting. And and that's average, right? Right. And the number of people on disability, I mean, there's SSI, they're, the numbers are staggering, yeah. honestly. And you saw a need uh, because of the food, right? Yes. If we don't meet the basic needs, how is it that we can meet anything else, right? Right. 
well, you know, I'd like to take credit for this, but, you know, it was this guy, Abraham Maslow. <laughs> right. Let's talk about him for a second. <laughs> you know, yeah. that uh, really developed the hierarchy of need. And, you know, I take everybody back to their uh, first psychology class, is, you know, the inverted pyramid, unless the basic needs are taken care of, which is defined as air, water, food, and housing, a person's mind is not free to think about what's next. So we would say, if you're hungry, you only have one problem, because your mind is held captive by the toxic stress of being food insecure. What am I going to eat? What am I going to give my kids? Or what am I going to give my family? Right. Where is it coming from? When is it coming? Right. And you don't know the answer to that then your mind's not free to think about, well, how can I get a better job? Or do I need to pay attention to my health care? You're, you're consumed with the idea of food. So our mission is to take hunger off the table and replace that with access to healthy, nutritious food that people want and need. Because if they want it and they need it, then we know con- the food's going to be consumed. So tell us about the Food Bank um, Council of Michigan. Tell us exactly what you do. You mentioned your mission. Yeah. Yeah. So we are the state association, the trade association, so to speak, um, that represents the seven Feeding America food banks that all that serve all of Michigan's 83 counties. And we do that through a pantry network of almost 3,000 different pantries across the state. So a lot of people are like, they have a, a, a church that has a, a pantry food with a couple pantry. of refrigerators in it. Mm-hmm. And many times people will call that a food bank. That in my world is a pantry. And the difference between a pantry and a food bank is um, if you go to Gleaners or Forgotten Harvest mm-hmm. uh, or any of the other five other food banks, these are warehouses it's where the pantry gets the food that they distribute in the community from. And, and our highest value is food safety. So these are professionals in the warehouse. Uh, the food banks all have the same recall system that Meyer, Kroger, Walmart, Spartan Nash has. So these are professionals doing the so work. rest assured. Right, mm-hmm. that the food that goes out from the food bank to the pantries or to a major distribution, a mobile distribution out in a parking lot somewhere, that food is safe. And that isn't that you bring up a great point because when you're wondering where your next meal is coming from, sometimes you're not thinking, is it going to be safe? You know, right. look at our water. I mean, so so this is an opportunity where you can rest assured in your mind, if nothing else, it's safe food. It's, right. been, it's been mandated. It's been, you know monitored. It absolutely it's it's been handled correctly and I the importance of it Wendy I think is the quality of the food so when you know it's safe and you know it's the food people want and need then what you've done with that food is communicate value and that's the power of the food. So think about the last time you had visitors come or or you thought oh I can make this dish really well. I want to do that. Or I want to take them to this restaurant so they have this experience. In our culture, we use food to communicate value. So at the food banks, we want to make sure people are leaving with more, not just food, but they feel more, not feel less. 
fascinating and so critical and and important. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking further with our guest, Dr. Phil Knight. And we're going to put out a little challenge to uh, listeners to you. So stay tuned. We're going to go through some of our statistics and what's uh, really out there and what's available next. We'll talk in just a moment. Thank you for listening to that first segment of Next Steps for Seniors with Dr. Phil Knight as my guest on our program. And now we're going to be moving into our last part of this podcast is going to be about Food First. It's a, it's a podcast that I was a guest on Dr. Phil Knight's program. So we're going to transition into that now. And I hope that you'll glean as much from this program as we all did. Thank you for tuning in. Again, just a reminder, it is a pre-recorded program, but we think it's very necessary and a topic that we should all be aware of. A little birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones, host of the new podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, where we focus on conversations about aging. So if you're exhausted for caring for a loved one, if you're finding it difficult to make decisions about hospice care, or maybe you're just worried about your future, not wanting to be a burden on your children, we will help you answer those and more tough questions about aging. Join me each and every week as we walk through answering your questions about tomorrow. You can grow old with the wisdom and planning to make your golden years easier on your loved ones. Every single week, our podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, will help you embrace this time in your life instead of be fearful of it. So be sure to tune in, learn more about resources and information to make your life easier as you age. Next Steps for Seniors podcast. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with Wendy Jones. Have a question for Wendy or one of her guests? Drop an email to hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. That's hello at nextsteps4seniors.com. Now, back to the show. It's great to see you. And as promised, without delay, Wendy Jones is with us. She is the founder and the CEO for Next Steps for Seniors. And uh, this is a little reciprocal because I got to do your podcast with you, and here you are with us on our show that eventually turns into a podcast as well. So, Wendy, welcome to Food First Michigan. Thank you. Thank you. It is so great to be here with you two amazing gentlemen. And yes, uh, you were on my program, which is also exciting because we get to talk about seniors and how seniors can be affected and what we can do to 
make a difference in their lives. Yeah, so. that's that's excellent. So let's just dive into the deep end of the pool here. And Wendy, tell us a little bit, introduce yourself to our listeners and tell a little bit why you do this work. Well, I have a passion for our sweet seniors and our community. And, you know, I've been in the industry for many years in the healthcare industry. And I think my heart has just been drawn to families. And we're about to have more seniors than ever before in history in our country in a few short years because all of our baby boomers are going to be over 65. So, what comes with that? is an urgency, right? Mm. There's things that are happening in our country, in our community that we need to fill the gap for. So my personal my personal desire is to help those seniors that don't have other people to help them. Mm. And the reason being is because there's a lot of government and state programs out there for our low-income seniors, like that are on Medicaid and that type of thing. And then those that have funds, they're blessed because there's a lot of options for them as well. But it's the people in the middle. I call it the forgotten middle. Mm. There's a large group of seniors. And again, that group is growing, like I mentioned, Mm. that really are kind of getting missed because they make just too much to be on the Medicaid programs or the state-funded programs and not enough to afford it. So that's my passion. I want to bridge that financial gap for those seniors because I care about them. And food insecurity is a huge piece of that. It sure is. So what drove that passion? How How did you get there where this became your passion? That is such a great question. I remember... I said it, yes. I got to tell you, when I was in college, I used to visit my grandparents every single week. So I've always had a passion. I think seniors are so wise and knowledgeable, and there's so much to learn from them. So it just, I've always paid attention. I've always wanted to know about more about them, about their lives, what they do. And so it's just, it's in me. It's all about seniors. And as you, now you've been at this work for quite some time, mm-hmm. so as you think about where things were, where things are, and where things are going, how do you see your business filling the gap? So, yes, very good question. As we age, and I like to have these conversations, nobody else likes to talk about this stuff, but I love it. So as we age, things start happening, right? And you may end, you may fall, break a hip, break your back. I've got stories of people that were taking out their Christmas decorations, fell off the ladder, and ended in the hospital. Just this just happened yesterday. I got a phone call. So what we do as as a business is when they're in the hospital, they would call us and they would say, "Okay, what do I do next? I don't know what to do." And that's why the company is called Next Steps for Seniors, because we'll help you with that next step. So whether it's going to rehab, whether it's going to a respite facility for a couple months, like an assisted living, or whether it's going home with home care, whatever those options are, they make one phone call to our office and we can help them with all of that. So you're the navigator. We are the navigator. We're right there with them. We're in the trenches. We're walking arm in arm with them and literally many times carrying them through the process. And I imagine you have all the staff and money you need and you're just uh, you're just cranking through all the calls that come and there's no issues. Or wait a minute, maybe that's not quite right. How does it work? They're so, as you say, it's a growing group and navigating 
these systems is is complicated, right? Not just the healthcare, but all of the other things that people might need, especially those folks that are in between qualifying for aid and having enough money for themselves. So they've got choices to make, right? Mm-hmm. So so how do you manage the 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 opportunity, I guess is the right way to say for the work. So our goal is really to get as many people involved in this mission as we possibly can. Whether it's volunteers, we have a whole team of volunteers. We have an amazing person that runs our volunteer coordinators. We have donors. We get grants. Um, we just got a grant for our nurse navigator position. And this nurse navigator is is really the hands and feet. She's in there talking to these patients every day. So we're doing a special Christmas program right now, sponsor a senior. We're giving thousands of people a $10 gift card from Meyer. So we have these little things, you know, we want to involve the community. People want to give back and they want to help our seniors. So we do have a lot of opportunities for people to step in and bridge the gap with us. Even when we think about food insecurity, um, as people get older, and their income isn't changing, but their health needs are changing, right? So they're spending more every month just to manage whatever health care issues they might have. And one of the things we know for sure is that many of them are taking prescriptions that say take with food, right? It's a huge mm-hmm. percentage of prescriptions that that you can or should take with food. And yet the system doesn't account for whether they have food or not. So now they have medication that requires that their diet be a certain way, right? But they actually don't have the support in place so that they can actually have that food. And it's one of the, when we talk about food as medicine, it's one of the big issues we mm-hmm. talk about, especially as we work and and try to get more access to the senior population who has these issues. And I will say, in many cases, they're the people that will be the last in line because they feel like someone else deserves it more than they do. Right. You know, yes, so it is. So it is. And when you talk about the stories, we are right. Right in that place, too. We love getting to know the people we serve. Yeah. Right? Because they're amazing. Right. I have, a, I have a good story, if I can share it, of, of, of a gentleman who uh, was taking care of his parents, and both of his parents passed, and he ended up having a stroke. So he was actually living in his car. Fast forward a few years after his parents you know, lost the house. And so he's living in his car with a stroke in the month of February. Now, we all know how cold that is. He was barely finding food. I mean, it was awful. So we got a call from a local, it's the neighborhood house, a local community-based program that does food like, I think, the food pantry. So they called us and said, can you help this gentleman? Well, we were able to get him from his car into a safe community within 24 hours. Wow. And he has three, he calls it three squares. Wendy, I've got three squares. <laughs> He's so happy to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we just delivered a poinsettia for him for Christmas because he doesn't have children. He doesn't have family. But right. these are the types of people that we really want to touch and make a difference in their lives. But exactly. Not only he didn't even have a place to live or food. But it's concerning, and that's why I love what I do. Pretty hard to take care of your health if you don't have those basic needs, isn't it? Right. We got to fill the basic needs so we can get to the spiritual needs. I totally agree with you. Yeah. So Maslow would agree with both of you, I think. <laughs> you got to take care of those basic needs in order to be able to actualize yourself and think about what what else could be, right? And so just to throw a few facts 
you know, I guess either fact checks, I guess, from the conversation. It's 70 percent of all prescriptions, according to the Michigan Pharmacists Association, 40 percent say take with food and 30 percent say you should. So up to 70 percent of all prescriptions written in Michigan say you you should take with food. Um, And then the other thing, when you're talking about the clients, the people that you're serving, Wendy, these folks are are navigating having to make business decisions for themselves. And I think that, you know, those are is a critical service to walk in. I would define a friend as someone who walks in when the rest of the world walks out. And it seems like that's what Next Steps for Seniors is doing to help people navigate very difficult and hard um, business decisions on on their health care and their future and their housing and access to what they would need. And, yes, Jerry did get a um, great question. Uh, could have gotten actually two there, but, you know, that's that's a topic for, uh, you know, after the show. So, Wendy Jones is with great. us today. She is the founder and the CEO for Next Steps for Seniors. We're going to hear a little bit more about that, actually a lot more about it, in our next segment. We, we want you to come back and be with us. That's Jerry Brisson. I'm Dr. Phil Knight. We're all three back with you in just a moment. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones, host of the new podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, where we focus on conversations about aging. So if you're exhausted for caring for a loved one, if you're finding it difficult to make decisions about hospice care, or maybe you're just worried about your future, not wanting to be a burden on your children, We will help you answer those and more tough questions about aging. Join me each and every week as we walk through answering your questions about tomorrow. You can grow old with the wisdom and planning to make your golden years easier on your loved ones. Every single week, our podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, will help you embrace this time in your life instead of be fearful of it. So be sure to tune in, learn more about resources and information to make your life easier as you age. Next Steps for Seniors podcast. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, conversations on aging with Wendy Jones. Have a question for Wendy or one of her guests? Drop an email to hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. That's hello at nextsteps, the number four, seniors.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for being with us. Wendy Jones, CEO and founder of Next Steps for Seniors, which there are really two parts of this. 
uh, Wendy, that you talked a little bit about in the last segment, but we want you to really kind of break that out for us in the next segment. And Jerry Brisson, the riveting conversationalist that he is, <laughs> um, who, you know, is uh, the great questioner. And I I bow to you on that. <laughs> I bow to you on that. So it's, it's great to have you, Wendy, with us. And um, food insecurity, um, I, after learning more about your business and the, the, the needs that you meet both on both sides of the coin, the ones who have some resources, the one who have very little or few resources, um, they, are, they are not only making business decisions, but it seems that your office, your work is overwhelmed with opportunity because of this growing population mm-hmm. on both sides of the coin those with resources that still need help right and those who don't have the resources that others might have so break that out for us a little bit next steps for seniors mm-hmm. really two different yes absolutely thank you great question <laughs> so and next steps for seniors the business the llc educates families advocates for seniors and promotes independence. That's our vision. And we are the people that will step in the gap and help you navigate. So it's very overwhelming when you're driving to the hospital going, what am I going to do? What's next? You can just make one phone call to our office and we're able to assign a personal placement specialist to work with that family to whatever options they want, but we've got them all for you. We've got databases, we visit all these communities, we know everything about them, we know pricing, we know places. So it's so overwhelming because you don't know what to do. You can make one phone call and we can answer everything for you. So that's a blessing. My team is fantastic. They're called placement specialists and they're assigned one placement specialist to each family. So you've got like a personal concierge so to speak that walks with you through the process it's priceless and they'll go on tours with you i mean we have the knowledge base my team we've got social workers nurses people that have ran assisted living buildings they're all on my team and i'm very blessed to have them so the difference then obviously you can imagine how difficult it is to find the right place to know and have the confidence that your loved one's being cared for it's like dropping your kindergartner off at at you know in kindergarten and walking away going, oh, I hope they're going to make it through the day. <laughs> it's the same feeling. You're dropping mm. your your amazing parent or loved one off going, are they going to be okay? So that's the business side, right? We help you with that process. And now imagine, so let's say you just paid $8,000 to move into a gorgeous community in a beautiful area and your loved one's being well cared for. Now, take away the children, take away the $8,000, take away the beautiful area, and now what does that person do? And that's why I started the foundation. And that's called Next Steps for Seniors Foundation Foundation Mm. at the back of that. And the reason I started that is because after a few short years of doing the business, and we get hundreds of calls a month, when I started realizing people were like, wait a second, I want all the things you offer, but we don't have any money. That's when I started the foundation because they kept saying, well, what do people do? And I was like, well, there isn't a whole lot out there. And therein lies the problem. <clears throat> right. So the this forgotten middle 
seniors is what the Next Steps for Seniors Foundation does. And the vision there is to support financially, assist physically, and share spiritually. So we want to meet those basic needs like you, like we're all talking about today, the food, the housing. We can't even get past anything until we meet those needs. And that's the goal of the foundation. Yeah, it's such a cascading um, situation as people get older. We just did a study, uh, this is the Food Bank Council, just did a study on what happens to seniors and the benefits they qualify for and the benefits they actually get over time. Mm -hmm. And one of the shocking things we learned was that as people need more, in other words, their functionality is going down, their ability to, mm-hmm. to transport themselves from place to place is going down, their, their, um, their actual access to resources go down, the more help they need. Mm-hmm. So you have this really unfortunate situation where the systems that are set up to help these seniors aren't accounting for what's actually happening in those seniors' lives, right? And so thus, you know, we have said many times, um, there's got to be a way for the senior to to begin to navigate what's actually going to happen to them. If you get uh, SNAP, which is food stamps, right, but you can't actually get to the store, what do you do? And, And now, there's a lot of options for online grocery, but, but still, um, you can't use your SNAP benefits to pay for the delivery. You can only use them to pay for food. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong. What I'm saying is designing systems that actually work based on people's situation right. is the mm-hmm. key. So that's just one small piece of all of the things that you're dealing with, right? And you see seniors at these various places. I can tell you in my own personal life experience, seeing seniors go from having enough to having not nearly enough can happen in a matter of weeks. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Something happens, you fall down or or you get diagnosed with something and all of a sudden where you thought you were going to be fine, now you're not. So, so <clears throat> I do love your passion about it. And you told us one really good story uh, of how you could help somebody. Give us another example of how being able to step in and help navigate these issues for somebody, whether they have resources or not, mm-hmm. give us another example of how you've done that and, and what the results were. Yeah, I'll share, I'll share another story. This just happened this week, actually. So a good friend of mine, uh, her dad ended up uh, with cancer, very serious state, and is literally been six months, right? Um, before he passes is what the hospice company is saying. So, you know, she was a professional businesswoman. She had so many things going on in her life and her, her and her husband, and she's got children. And, and she called me and she's like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know anything about this space. I know nothing. I can tell you everything about what I do for a living. I can tell you everything about my parents, but mm-hmm. I don't know what to do right now. So I had to I had to really have a very transparent conversation and she just kept saying, "Thank you. Thank you." Because reality's difficult. We know reality because we do this every day, all day long. And I'll be honest, it's hard to hear it sometimes from doctors, and they may not be as transparent as someone like we would be, because I can tell you exactly what happens when you go on hospice. I can tell you exactly what happens, you know, what the process looks like. And if you want to stay home, we can put support around you to stay home. And that's what she chose to do with her dad. So we got a, a fantastic home care company. 
going in there every day. We've got support system. We had a company go into her house and check her house out to see how many grab bars they needed just to make the home safe. So we got the hospice company. Like we just lined it all up for her and she's golden and she's so grateful and she has funds. She's blessed. She can pay private duty home care, which is very expensive, Mm -hmm. 24 hours a day for her sweet dad. Hmm. So... I'm sitting here listening to this show, Wendy, and I'm wondering, so I got people in my family that are on both sides of this coin. So how do I, how do I get in con- contact with Next Steps for Seniors? So we have a phone number that is answered 24-7, so I will share that with you. It is 248-651-2242. And that will be answered 24-7. So even in the middle of the night, we've gotten calls at 4 o'clock in the morning. There is an answering service that will contact a placement specialist. But our goal is once that one number is called, we will do an intake sheet and we will be able to determine if you move to the the foundation side or to the business side. But either way, we take care of everyone. And that has been my goal, is to make sure everyone can live out their years with dignity and grace, especially our vulnerable seniors. Next steps for the number four seniors dot com mm-hmm. or next steps for seniors foundation dot org dot org. And then the number is two four eight six five one five zero one zero. Yes. That's it. You can probably Google next steps for seniors and get you, I bet. Yes, you I can. Bet it you can pops up I bet it pops up right at the top. <laughs> 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 yes, and, and the podcast is called Conversations on Aging. So we, we added Conversations on Aging after the next steps for seniors for the podcast component. That's awesome. We're going to be back with Wendy Jones, the founder and CEO for Next Steps for Seniors, Jerry Brisson and myself, Dr. Phil Knight, in just a moment. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones, host of the new podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, where we focus on conversations about aging. So if you're exhausted for caring for a loved one, if you're finding it difficult to make decisions about hospice care, or maybe you're just worried about your future, not wanting to be a burden on your children, We will help you answer those and more tough questions about aging. Join me each and every week as we walk through answering your questions about tomorrow. You can grow old with the wisdom and planning to make your golden years easier on your loved ones. Every single week, our podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, will help you embrace this time in your life instead of be fearful of it. So be sure to tune in, learn more about resources and information to make your life easier as you age. Next Steps for Seniors podcast. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with Wendy Jones. Have a question for Wendy or one of her guests? Drop an email to hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. That's hello at nextsteps, the number four, seniors.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for listening, everyone. Jerry Brisson, Dr. Phil Knight, back with you here. Our guest, Wendy Jones, the CEO and founder for Next Steps for Seniors and um, Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. Uh, so two sides of the coin here. We're talking about, Wendy, as people who have some some resources and, and folks who don't. And you're standing in the gap, you and your team, for both of them. Um, so, so we want to ask you a little bit about how how this works because you got the business side and you have the the nonprofit side that's serving the community so break that down for us a little bit great question (laughs) so the business side is designed as a real estate model because we know that families are going through a lot they're very stressed they're overwhelmed their loved ones usually in the hospital maybe someone has passed the last thing they want to do is pay a bill. Hmm. So our services for the business are of no cost to the family whatsoever. Hmm. And then you say, well, how do you run a business and not make any money? (laughs) Well, here's how we do it. We do it like real estate. So when you have a broker that's showing you a house after you move in, that's when the broker gets paid. So it's the same concept with my placement specialists. So they'll work with you, they'll do all this work with you, and at the very end of the day, when you move into a community that you can afford, we'll get paid from the community. And that's how my team gets paid. So we're blessed um, because it's working because I don't wanna have to charge the families. I think it's an overwhelming time and it's just not fair to them. And I believe that whatever option you decide, you have those decisions, right? We just present the options to you Mm -hmm. and then you make the final decision for the business. So that's how the business works financially. And, And you probably ask, well, you probably do a lot of work for free. Because we do, because out of every 10 people that we are helping, probably only five decide to move somewhere. The other five, something may have happened, they may have passed early, they may have um, decided not to do anything, whatever it may be. But you know what? Like I said in the beginning, we care about everyone. So we help everyone regardless of whether they move or not, but we only get paid if they move. (laughs) Okay, so back to the foundation. So we get absolutely no funding at all. Nobody is paid anything. No communities are paying us, no home care company. Nobody's paying us anything for anything we do at the foundation. It's very, because it is a 501c3, they are run like two completely separate organizations. Everything we do for the foundation is done completely out of the goodness of our heart. And we are paid through fundraisers, through major gifts, through donors, monthly giving, uh, anything that any way, shape or form that anyone else can can come alongside us is how we get paid through the foundation. 
and we are blessed. We are blessed. We've got quite a few donors. Right. I've attended. We need more. Yeah, well, a yeah. lot more. I, and I've, attended, <laughs> I've attended an event, and it was it was first class, and it was uh, it was very inspirational. So, Wendy, how many? Just off the top of your head, how many of the people that you're working with on the foundation side would you say that food insecurity is is a is a challenge within that that population? I would say eighty percent of those people that we get calls from have that as one of their number ones. Right, mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a crisis mm. for them. Absolutely, we have actually door dashed food to people when they call in. And they're like, I need a place to live. And then we're like, okay, as we do the intake sheet, we realize they don't have any food for that night. Right. So, yes, it's, a, it's I would say, 80%. Jerry, does that percentage shock you? <laughs> well, no, it doesn't shock me. And, in fact, I would say that one of, the, one of the most important conversations we're having right now statewide is about how do we reach more seniors. And what I really like about what you talked about in your business model is your, 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 your own public private partnership <laughs> right? yeah. you know yeah. you're like well we need both so let's just do both i think that's pretty cool i i love the entrepreneurism you know i love the innovation right this is an absolute need you see it in front of you so let's figure out how to meet this need and and then figure out how much of it we can get paid and then what's left we got to figure out too right so i really like that idea of bringing all those things together and thinking about the whole spectrum we're trying to do the same thing with the seniors that need us right the same thing how do we reach all of the seniors at when they need us the most so one area i see in common is people don't need to move into assisted living until they need to right And they need to usually because something happens. There's an incident of some kind, whether it's a a diagnosis. You talked about a cancer diagnosis. It could be a fall. It It could be the loss of a loved one in the home that's been taking care of them. And now they don't have anyone, right? There's so many stories that lead to this reality where people didn't need help and now they do. And so I think that our experience of the senior population that is food insecure fits that same profile that people are doing fine they're taking care of themselves they've figured out a good portion of their life but they didn't really consider that the cost of health care was going to be 20 or 50 or 100 times more than what they thought about when they retired or that the cost of housing would be double what they expected when they retired or that the cost of food particularly in the last year with inflation would be mm-hmm. two or three times what they were expecting right. when they retired so it's not that people are just victimized by all this no no it, it just happens to be the way the world runs right Right. i mean stuff happens and then you need help so i would say that you know first of all tremendous applause for taking the bull by the horns in both instances people that have the means but they don't have the knowledge to to really get where they need to be and people who don't have the means or the knowledge and bringing that all together to try to make everybody well served i i just think there's a lot of great applause for that thank you thank you i appreciate it i'm very blessed like i said i have an amazing team i wanted to add one more thing to your comment though i don't think people realize that medicare does not cover everything as far as housing and right because everyone thinks insurance is going to cover everything when you get older it doesn't Mm -hmm. that's all private pay so if you haven't planned your whole life you're in for a rude awakening and that's one of the bigger issues is they think it's all covered and it's not and the other thing that i think we 
maybe touched on but haven't highlighted is that we're living longer. Right. You know. And unhealthier, unfortunately. <laughs> so, you know, our maybe our planning wasn't, you know, maybe was to our early 80s. And if we're living into our 90s, then... You know, Ten stri- years of expenses we weren't counting right. on? Yeah, pretty right. much. I mean, yeah. that's not all bad, mind you. <laughs> right, right. Well, right. in these chronic disease states, you know, like Alzheimer's, are happening younger and younger, too. Oh, so right. now you're living longer, but you're living unhealthy. So therein yeah. lies the problem. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about reach for a second, Wendy. Um, you're, you're based in Oakland County. Uh, Next Steps for Seniors is based in Oakland County, but in our conversations, you've told me you get calls all over all from over. all over the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right now we are covering southeast Michigan, but we definitely get calls from Grand Rapids. We have a partner um, that we share back and forth and collaborate with. So we're pretty much equipped to cover the whole state of Michigan. So good news on this, I want you to know, we are actually partnering with people outside of the state of Michigan now. So we are doing some vetting on our own so that we can have a greater reach. So I appreciate right. you asking that question. That is a great question. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Count, hit the scoreboard. That's uh, right. Uh, well, it, it you know it's such a, a um, needed service again on both sides of the coin and uh, and I just wanted to make sure that we covered reach so if you're living someplace not in Oakland County call us call absolutely call us yes we we are here for you we have resources we have contacts and we want to be your go-to right one-stop shop and that number is 248-651-5010 and I mean I think it is important to keep in mind it's not going to cost you right this this is an organization that can help you they figured out how to how to make the wins in the right places for the whole system who need a pipeline of people um, to be in the right place at the right time for the right reasons and it's really assisting that part of the healthcare system in addition to the family. So it is the healthcare system that is paying for the service, really, um, and the senior living system, right? Right. And so if you call that number, if you go to that website, you can get help. It will not cost you anything. Exactly. Wendy, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for making the effort to come down to the studio here in the historic Fisher Building. I love it. It's been absolutely fantastic. You guys are fabulous. You've had some great questions, and I am very blessed to have this opportunity to serve our sweet seniors. Well, I think this uh, state is blessed to have you and Next Steps for Seniors serving our sweet seniors. So thanks, Wendy. Each and every week on our podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging, we do a tip of the day. And I wanted to share with you, today's tip is a little unique in that you may or may not know that Next Steps for Seniors has a foundation. It's a 501c3 nonprofit organization. It's called Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. And the reason that I started this foundation is because we have a lot of seniors in our country, just like you heard from these first two segments earlier today, that there's food insecurity. Well, there's more than just food insecurity. There's housing insecurities, there's financial insecurities. And I started this foundation to be sure 
that every senior lives out their years with dignity and respect, regardless of where they are in their lives. So I wanted to share with you that you can donate to our foundation so that we can be the hands and feet and help more seniors. Each and every day we give back. We're very philanthropic and we care so much about our vulnerable seniors. If you're in a position to donate, we need the funds. We need the funds so that we can help more seniors. If you can help us, we can help them. It You can donate at Next Steps, the number four, seniorsfoundation.org. Very easy online, hit the donate button, and the funds will go directly into our account so we can help more seniors. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of our big family, because together we can make a difference in many lives, especially those wise, amazing seniors in our lives. So God bless you. Have a blessed time this holiday season. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. Be sure to tune in next week for another enlightening and empowering conversation.